Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member Mayav Ram Goldhai and Tzir Mosechus Yavamas Daf Yud Gimel. The first parak Chamesh Esrei Nashim. The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schus for Mordechai Chaim and Esther and as a schus for Shidduch Hagon for Leah Bas Esther. So the three drops we're going to focus on. Number one, we learn in the Mishnah about Afil Kanasubasov Girash that even if a brother first married the Tsara and later divorced the Erva, that the Tsara may be taken in Yibum since she's not the Tsara of an Erva at the time of death. The Gemara here brings a contradictory mission which states, when three brothers of which two married two sisters, and one of them married an unrelated woman. One of the sisters gets divorced, and the one who married the unrelated woman dies, and the brother who got divorced from the sister does Yibum to the unrelated woman, and then he dies, so that the widow falls to the brother who is still married to one of the sisters. This is the case of the mission that where the Arias died or got divorced, the Tsars are permitted to the Yavim. This Mishnah says that this case is only if he first divorced the Erva and afterwards got married, implying that if he got married and then divorced the Erva, the Tsar would be forbidden to do the Yibum. Rabbi Yirmi answers, Misha Shanazo, Lo Shanazo, the one who taught this Mishnah, did not teach this Mishnah. Hai Tana Savar Misa Mapelas. The ton of our Mishnah holds that the husband's death causes his wives to fall to Yibum. As long as a woman is not the Tsar of an Erva at the moment of the husband's death, she's high for Yibum. But the ton of the other Mishnah holds that the original marriage causes his wives to fall to Yibum. Therefore, if a woman was ever a Tsarban Erva, she is put from Yibum. Rabbi reconciles the Mishnah differently. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, Beishamai matirin hatsaros la'achim beisilo osrim. Beishamai hold that the tsaros of Arayos may do Yibum, and Beisilo say that they are also to do Yibum. Rabbi Shimon Pazi explains that the reason Beishamai is because the Pasik states, Lotie eish zameis achutz ish zar. The wife of the one who died, who's outside, should not go to a stranger. Since the Pasuk describes the wife as the outer one, meaning that she's not related to the Yavam, it implies that there's an inner one who is related to the Yavam. And the Pasuk is teaching us that the outer one, who is the Tzara of the Erva, may not marry anyone else since she is subject to Yibum. The Gemara continues explaining what Beis do with the Pasuk. And pointing with you, the Mishnah Megillah says, the Megillah is always read on either the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, or 15th of Adar, Rish Lakish, that's Rabbi Yochanan, why is this not an issue of Rosis Kodudu, which means, Rosasu Agudas Agudas, you shall not make separate factions. Chazal should have established one date for everyone. Rabbi Yochanan responded, Ad Kanu Loshanisa Makhm Shanagu Lassos Malacha, Rabbi Sachim Ad Chatsos Osin, Makhm Shanagu Shlolassos Enosin. Have you not learned the Mishnah that stated, in a place where they have a custom to do work Arab Pesach until noon, work may be done there. However, in a place where the custom is not to work before noon, one may not work there. So why didn't you ask your question on that Mishnah? Rish Lakish responded that he was asking on the Mishnah McGill because there the Rabban forbade reading at a different time, whereas not doing work on Arab Pesach is only a minag. When Rabbi Yochanan asked why Rish Lakish did not ask on the Mishnah Pesachim that says, in regards to doing Malacha on the night of B'dikas Chametz, that Beis Shammai forbid it and Beis Hill permit it, Rish Lakish answered, in that case, there's no issue of Agudos, as the one who sees someone not doing work would just assume that he has no work to do. When Rabbi Yochanan asked again with the Mishnah here, the Beis Shammai is Matir Atzar's Erva to do Yibum, and Beis Hill her from doing Yibum, Rish Lakish answered that although Beis Shammai disagreed, they did not practically follow their own shita. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees and says they did follow their shita. So once again, the three points are number one. We learn in the Mishnah of Fiel Kanas, Lassof Girish, that even if a brother first married the Tzara 
and later divorce the erva that the tsar may be taken in Yibum, since she's not the tsar of an erva at the time of death. The Gemara here brings a contradictory mission which states, when three brothers of which two married two sisters, and one of them married an unrelated woman. One of the sisters gets divorced, and the one who married the unrelated woman dies, and the brother who got divorced from the sister does Yibum to the unrelated woman, and then he dies, so that the widow falls to the brother who is still married to one of the sisters. This is the case of the mission that where the Arias died or got divorced, the Tsars are permitted to the Yavim. This Mishnah says that this case is only if he first divorced the erva and afterwards got married, implying that if he got married and then divorced the erva, the tsar would be forbidden to do the Yibum. Rabbi Yirmiya answers, Misha Shanazot, Lo Shanazot, the one who taught this Mishnah, did not teach this Mishnah. Hai Tana Savar Misa Mapelas. The ton of our Mishnah holds that the husband's death causes his wives to fall to Yibum. As long as a woman is not the tsar of an erva at the moment of the husband's death, she's high for Yibum. But the ton of the other Mishnah holds that the original marriage causes his wives to fall to Yibum. Therefore, if a woman was ever a Tsarban Erba, she is put from Yibum. Rabbi reconciles the Mishnah differently. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, Beishami matirin hatsaros la'achim beisil osrim. Beishami hold that the tsaros of Arayos may do Yibum, and Basil say that they are also to do Yibum. Rabbi Shimon Pazi explains that the reason Beishami is because the Pasik states, The wife of the one who died, who's outside, should not go to a stranger. Since the Pasik describes the wife as the outer one, meaning that she's not related to the Yavam, it implies that there's an inner one who is related to the Yavam. And the Pasik is teaching us that the outer one, who is the Tsara of the Erva, may not marry anyone else since she is subject to Yibum. The Gemara continues explaining what Basil do with the Pasik. And point number three, the Mishnah Megillah says the Megillah is always read on either the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, or 15th of Adar, Rish Lakish says, Rabbi Yochanan, why is this not an issue of Rosis Godudu, which means, Rosasu Agudas Agudas, you shall not make separate factions. Chazal should establish one date for everyone. Rabbi Yochanan responded, Ad Kanu Loshanisa Makhm Shanagu Lassos Malacha, Rabbi Sachim Ad Chazos Osin, Makhm Shanagu Shalalasos Enosin. Have you not learned the Mishnah? That stated, in a place where they have a custom to do work ere Pesach until noon, work may be done there. However, in a place where the custom is not to work before noon, one may not work there. So why didn't you ask your question on that Mishnah? Rishwakish responded that he was asking on the Mishnah McGill because there the Rabban forbade reading at a different time, whereas not doing work on ere Pesach is only a minag. When Rabbi Yochanan asked why Rish Lakish did not ask on the Mishnah Pesachim that says, in regards to doing Malacha on the night of B'dikas Chametz, that Beis Shammai forbid it and Beis Hill permit it, Rish Lakish answered, in that case, there's no issue of Agudos, as the one who sees someone not doing work would just assume that he has no work to do. When Rabbi Yochanan asked again with the Mishnah here, that Beis Shammai is Matir Atzar's erva to do Yibum, and Beis Hill asks her from doing Yibum, Rish Lakish answered that although Beis Shammai disagreed, they did not practically follow their own sheet. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees and says they did follow their sheet. All right, so now we go to our Simber Dafyud Gimel, and our standard Simon is a Bar Mitzvah boy, a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. After the Bar Mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel on when an erva must die for a tsar to be mutter to do yibum, he shocked the crowd with Beishamai Shita that a tsar of an erva is always mutter to do yibum, and solemnly concluded with the Pazakab boys is going to do, and the hope that Kalei's will should not make separate factions. Once again, it's a motion. After the Bar Mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be learned up Yud Gimel. 
after the Bar Mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel on when an erva must die for a tsar to be mutter to do yibum, which reminds us Rabbi Yirmi resolved the steer Mishnahis regarding when an erva must die or get divorced for her tsar to be mutter for yibum by explaining Misha Shanazo, Lo Shanazo, the one who taught this Mishnah did not teach this Mishnah. Haitana Sabra Misa Mapelis, the Tanabar Mishnah holds that the husband's death causes his wives to fall to yibum as long as a woman is not the tsar of an erva at the moment of a husband's death. She is high for Yibum. But the ton of the other Mishnah holds that the original marriage causes his wives to fall to Yibum. Therefore, if a woman was ever a Tsar of an Arabah, she's putter from Yibum. Rubber reconciles the Mishnahis differently. So, after the Bar Mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel on when an Arabah must die for a Tsara to be mutter to do Yibum, he shocked the crowd, Beishamah Shita, that a Tsara of an Arabah is always mutter to do Yibum, which reminds us. That the next mission states, Beishamai matirin hatzars laachim ubeisilo osrim. Beishamai hold that the tzars of Arias may do yibum, and Beisilo say they are asu to do yibum. Rabbi Shimon Pasi explains that the reason Beishamai is because the pasuk states, Otia ish zamesa chutzli ish zar, the wife of the one who died, who is outside, should not go to a stranger. Chutzah makal de ekapnimi. Since the pasuk describes the wife as the outer one, meaning she's not related to the yavam, it implies there is an inner one who is related to the yavam. That being the erva, the Amrachman the Pasik's teaching that the outer one, who is the tsar of the erva, may not marry anyone else since she's subject to Yibum. The Gemara continues to explain what Basil do with the Pasik. So after the Bar Mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel on when an erva must die for a tsara to be mutter to do Yibum, he shocked the crowd with Beishamay Shita that a tsara of an erva is always mutter to do Yibum. And solemnly concluded the Pasik of Wosis go to do and the hope that Kalisho should not make separate factions. Which reminds the more brings a whole back and forth between Rachel Akish and Rabbi Yochanan on the topic of Losis Godu, which means Losasu Agudas Agudas, you shall not make separate factions, as it applies in the Megillah being read on different days, Malacha being performed on Erev Pesach, and to our mission with the Machokas Beisham Meisil regarding whether Atzor of an Erva is mutter to do Yibum. So once again, after the Bar Mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel on when an Erva must die for Atzor to be mutter to do Yibum, he shocked the crowd with Beishamai Shita that Atzara of an Erva is always mutter to do Yibum, and solemnly concluded the Pasuk of Osi's go to do and the hope that Kalisho should not make separate factions. All right, now it's time for four blah Daftes, so the similar Daftes is a teapot. So here goes. The avid tea drinker, tea drinker, that must be more on Daftes, teapot. The avid tea drinker who was on his way to bring a chattis for being Ovid Avodazor Bishogeg, which reminds Rabban learned that anywhere that when Dumba Mazid won his Chaif chorus, when Dumba Shogeg won his Chaif chattis, they learned it from the Parsha dealing with an individual doing Avodazora. Torah Achas Yelechem, Osibishkaga, Vanefesha It should be one law to you, to one who acts inadvertently, and to one who acts with intention. Rabban make a hekish with this of the entire Torah to Avodazora. Just as with Avodazora, there is chorus if Dumba Mazid. And a chattas of Dumbashogeg, so to anything for which one is chai, of course, for doing Bemezid, is chai v'chattas if he did a Bishogeg. So, the avid tea drinker who was on his way to bring a chattas for being Ovid of Odazor Bishogeg was so shocked when he saw his brother attempting to marry his mother, who was his father's Anusa, which reminds us, Levi asked Rebbe why the Mishnah did not list 16 cases and include the case of the erva of Imo Anusa's Aviv. One's mother was violated by his father and they weren't married. Rebbe answered him that the Mishnah does not mention cases that are subject to dispute. And this erva is a matter of disagreement for its machokas between Rabbi Huda and the Rabbana if a case of Anusas Avi falling to Yibum is even a possibility. So the avid tea drink who was on his way to bring a chattas for being Ovid Ovid Azor was so shocked when he saw his brother attempting to marry his mother 
who was his father's Anusa, that he tripped and spilled his tea on two brothers who were about to be Miyabim, two sisters. Which reminds us, the Gemara challenges Rebbe's assertion that the Mishnah does not list cases where there's a Malchokas. When it brings Rebbe Chia's rule that applies to a Mishnah and it only works according to Rebbe Shimon and not according to the Rabbanan, it answers that Rebbe does not hold of Rebbe Chia's rule. Daf Yud. So the Simon Daf Yud is a minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden. Minion of Yidden. That must be more in Daf Yud. The minion of Yidden who shunned at Yaakov, who violated two sisters, who then bore him sons. Which reminds us, Rav Adar said in the name of Rav in front of Rav Kahanat that Rebbe does hold the Rebbe Chia's rule and provided a different explanation of Rebbe's response to Levi as to why the Mishnah does not include the case of Imo Anusas Aviv, his mother who was violated by his father. Rebbe explained that it would not fit into one of Rebbe Chia's rules in the following case where Yaakov violates two sisters and each one bears him a son, and then these two sisters marry Yaakov's two other sons, who then die childless. It would not fulfill Rabbi Chia's rule of Hazur Lazem The sister that is prohibited to this Yavam is permitted to the other Yavam, and vice versa, since each Yavam is Asur as the mother of a different Yavam, and is the sister of his other Yavama. So, the minion of Yidin who shunned Yaakov, who violated two sisters, who then bore him sons, refusing to listen to his excuse that each son can call each woman Emo, his mother, which reminds us, Rabashi says, the Rebbe does not hold a Rebbe Chia's rule, and that his harsh response to Levi was that Levi should have inferred that the ton of our missions Rebbe Yehuda, who holds that Anusas Aviv is Aser, and therefore, there can never be a case of Anusas Aviv falling to Yibum from either brother. For the Mishnah later says, Sheish arise chamurus Six arise are more common than the fifteen, Mifnation and Suez because they must be married to others and can never marry a man's paternal brother. The more proves that since two of these arayos are Imo, Beisha's Aviv, his mother and his father's wife, it must be that Imo, his mother, is referring to a woman that was violated by his father, and the mission is stating clearly that she's forbidden to all of the paternal brothers, which is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. So the minion of Yidin who shunned Yaakov, who violated two sisters, who then bore him sons, refusing to listen to his excuse that each son can call each woman Imo, his mother. We're not sure whether they should welcome a man who did chalitza and then was Makadish his chalitza, since it's only a love. Which reminds us, more discuss the luck in the case of Acholitz Lebimto Vachazvikidsha, one brother who does chalitza and then returns and does kedushin with her and then dies childless, so that she then falls back to the brothers whom she had previously formed for Yibum or chalitza. Rishaki told us that the first brother only had a love to take his chalitza based on the Pasik Asher Lo who shall not build his brother's house. Kevin Shulabana Shuv Lo the future tense implies that once he did not build, he shall never again build. But the other brothers remain with the original Issacharis. Ryochan holds that the first brother and the Chutzi each act as a shliach for his brothers and her tsars respectively, and therefore they are only prohibited to each other on the level of a love. Daf Yudov, so the symbol Daf Yudov is stars. So here goes. The tsara of a Sotavadai who received a pater from Yibum star star, that must be more in Daf Yudov. The Tzara of a Sotavadai, who received a Pater from Yibum star, which reminds the more brings Rav Yudah, who said in the name of Rav, that a Tzara's Sota, a Tzara of a Sota is Pater from doing Yibum, or Chalitza, which conflicts with the price that states that if a woman goes into a seclusion with a man for the amount of time that takes for them to have relations, and Rashi explains this referring to when her husband had warned her not to do so, she's forbidden to her husband, and if the husband dies, then she does Chalitza. The Gemara answers that Rav can reply that he was discussing a case of a Sota Vadai when it was certain that she had relations with the other man. And the Bryce was discussing a case when she had gone into seclusion with the man, but it's a suffix if they had relations. So that Sara of the Sota Vadai, who received a 
putta from Yibam Star, who was waiting to see if her friend, the Tsar of Amaksu Gushaso, would receive one too. Which reminds the Gemara brings Malchoks between Yosef and Kefar and the Chachamim regarding when is Amaksu Gushaso Chayv? Is it only after Nisuan or after Erison as well? Which then leads to the question of what is the status of a Tsar's Amaksu Gushaso? So, the Tsar of the Sota Vadai, who received a putter from Yibum Star, who was waiting to see if her friend, the Tsar of Amaksu Gushaso, would receive one too, overheard a basin standing by a pit of water to a woman who was already ushered to a Kohen that she should be the one to do Chalitza, which reminds us that the brother wants to do Chalitza, which would puzzle the Chalitza from marrying a Kohen. And he's a choice of two Yavamas. And one of the women is permitted to marry Kohen, and the other one was forbidden to marry Kohen. He should do Chalitza with the Yavama, who is already puzzled to the Kohuna. Rabbi Yosef, quoting Rebbe, explained the reason for this. One should not spill out the water of his pit if others need it. Meaning that since he wants to do Chalitza, which would usher a Chalitza to a Kohen, he should do it to the Yavama, who is already ushered to a Kohen, and let the other woman remain a Available to a cone. Daf Yud Base. So the Simra Daf Yud Base is 12 brothers. So here goes. When the 10 remaining brothers, 10 remaining brothers, that must be run Daf Yud Base. 12 brothers. When the ten remaining brothers became Asa to the Tsara of the Mema'enas, who did Mun after their brother's death, which reminds us, Revolution Barmamo said in the Nimar Ukba, who said in the Mishmul, that a Tsar's Mema'enas is forbidden to the Yavam. The Gemara explains that the reason that she's forbidden to him is the Gazer Mishuma Tsar's Bita Mema'enas, a decree that was made because of the Tsara of a daughter who falls to Yibum and does Mun. Rashi explains that the case is when one's daughter, who is a Katana, falls to him for Yibum, along with an adult Tsara, and the daughter does Mun to her father. Since at the time they fell for Yibum, the Tsar appears like the Tsar of his daughter, who is an Erba to her father. She's Asr Midrabun, even though the daughter's Mun does uproot the marriage. The concern is that if we permit a Yavam to take a Tsar's Mema Ennis in general, one might come to permit one to take a Tsar's Mema Ennis when the one doing Mun is his daughter. So, when the ten remaining brothers became Asr to the Tsar of the Mema Ennis, who did Mun after the brother's death, and to the Tsar's Islandese of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, which reminds Ravasi says that a Tsar of an Islandese is because the Pasuk states, and the firstborn that she gives birth to, which excludes an islandist being that she cannot give birth. Since an islandist cannot do Yibum, she's an erva, and that Tsara is a Tsara's erva. The Gemara asks that the Mishnah Dabe says that Tsara's islandist is mutter to the Yavam. The Gemara answers, Rabbasu was discussing a case where the husband recognized his wife was an islandist when they got married. Therefore, the marriage was legitimate, and that Tsara is a Tsara's islandist who is putter from Yibum. Our mission, on the other hand, is discussing a case where he did not realize that she was an islandist, and therefore the marriage is nullified and the Tsar is mutter to the Yavam. The words of the mission imply this as well, as it says, Shinim Su, they were found to be an islandist, and it does not say, Shahayu, they were. So, when the ten remaining brothers became usher to the Tsar of the Mema'enis, who did Mun after their brother's death, and to the Tsar's islandist of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, they tried to comfort their mother, who was famous for having given birth to her first son, when she was still. A minor. Which reminds us, Rabbi taught a bright in front of Nachman, Shalosh Nashim Mishamshos Bemoch. There are three women who may use cotton to prevent conceiving. Katanamu Uberas Umeinika, a minor, a pregnant woman, and a nursing woman. Katana Shematisabra Vishamatamus. A minor may do this as otherwise she may become pregnant and she may die because of the pregnancy, which implies that some minors may become pregnant and not die. So there is a case of Chamoso Mema'enus, a mother in law who does mune. Well, she explains that this is a case where Katana gives birth to a daughter and her husband gives the infant daughter away in marriage. The husband will have a mother in law who may do mune. But the Mishnah on the base on the base said that this case does not exist. Rav Safra answered, Banim Harihem Kissimanim. 
children are like simani, meaning signs of puberty, and therefore, once she gives birth, she cannot do miyun anymore. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.